Hi, guys, and welcome. This is the Pioneering Today podcast with me, Melissa K. Norris, inspiring your faith and your pioneer roots. And this is episode 72. So we are talking about frugal gifts that you can make for less than a dollar, most of them, and that can be made with food storage because that is really fun to do on the homestead. I love using the things that we already have and being able to use our food storage that we have put up. So what I want to talk today about is this is a gift that I very first received. My mom actually made this specific one for me as about seven years ago now. And I got it in my little basket of homemade goodies for my mom. And I was actually really excited to get it, but I just put it up in the cupboard. And then just seven days later, I came home from work and we had a neighborhood New Year's Eve party that we were going to and it was potluck. So we were all supposed to bring something. And I had exactly one hour from when I walked through the door at from work to when we needed to be at the party. And I did not have anything prepared in advance for us to take. So I remembered that my mom had given me this gift. And so I pulled it out of the cupboard, whipped it up and was ready to go out the door, pulled it out of the oven. We got there when it was still warm, and there I was. So that was one of the best gifts because, one, it came to my rescue. Two, it was still homemade and from scratch. And three, it tastes amazing. So one of my favorite things to give and that we're going to be talking about today is consumable gifts because, let's face it, we all need to eat every single day. That's something that we're going to be doing. And so giving gifts that can be ate instead of that just as something that sits on the shelf. And there's lots of forms of consumable gifts. So um, most of the time when I say consumable gifts, I actually mean something that we'll be eating. So it'll be a food type gift. But also another form of consumable gifts would be a book or it could be a DVD or some kind of learning course. So in this particular episode, we're going to be talking about consumable gifts that we can eat and because that can be made from food storage. You're going to have a hard time making something to read from food storage, though if you were to accomplish that, I would love to see it. So what I want to talk about today is gifts in jars. And of course, not just any jar. We are talking mason jars because all my fellow homesteading, food storage, prep people know my love of mason jars. I love mason jars. They are my favorite thing to use on the homestead. So not only do they make great containers to give our gifts in, because after the gift has been used and has been consumed, then that jar can be reused so many times over and over and over again. So not only, of course, do we use our mason jars for canning, which I do a ton of here on the homestead, but your mason jars can be used as great storage containers. So we try to not use plastic here. I'm not a big fan of plastic. I know that plastic isn't breakable. That's about the only advantage that I think it has over a mason jar. But unless you actually drop the mason jar from a really high distance on a really hard surface, they usually don't break. They can go in the oven. They can go in the microwave. I know everybody's not too thrilled with the microwave, but I've got to be honest, I still do use the microwave every now and then, though I try my best not to. But your mason jars are glass. They're made to withstand high heat and temperature extremes. Of course, we don't want to you know, take a really hot jar and put it on a cold surface. It can crack. They're not indestructible, but they're made of really good quality glass glass. And so I love to use those as my storage containers for everything. I will make salads and put them in that mason jar and then take them to work throughout the week. I use them for our leftover containers. I They're my freezer containers. Just about any and everything that it can be put into a mason jar on the homestead, y'all, I am putting it in there. So this is great because this is a homemade gift that the container itself can be used for everything. Mason jars, you can get great deals on them. 
yes, at yard sales. Look at the Goodwill. Check thrift stores. In fact, I would even say go on Facebook and say, hey, anybody have a whole bunch of mason jars that they're not going to be using? I would love to take them off your hands because sometimes people get more than they want. Or for instance, my grandmother-in-law, my husband's grandma, she used to can a whole lot, but now she's in her 80s. And so she's just not able to can at the high volume that she used to be able to. And so she downsized her mason jar collection and with gifted them to me. I was really excited to get them. So sometimes you'll come across those instances. And so I then in return is I will do canning and that's what she gets for Christmas is I can up a whole bunch of stuff and give to her and then she gives me back my the mason jars again, which is great. I have one tip though, if you are purchasing mason jars used instead of new is make sure that you run your finger around the rim of the jar and that there's not any little nicks or cracks because sometimes they're so small that we really don't see them, but then you'll feel them. So you'll want to check that and that is in regard regards to canning. So we don't want to ever can with anything that is compromised around the rim because that can inhibit your seal. And then when the high heat of canning, it can also cause the jar to crack. However, if you have nicked jars, then I will use those for my food storage containers, as long as it's obviously a nick that more glass isn't going to come off into my food. So those are the things that I'll use for dry food storage or that I'll just use for decorating or I'll use like for a little container, especially the wide mouth jars are great. You can use them to hold spoons. You can put bouquets of flowers in them. I have some of our, we have a hydrangea bush and I dry the blossoms in the summertime to use indoors. So we have flowers all year long and I will use that Instead, I will just use the wide mouth mason jar and then I also use them. Oh my gosh, you guys, this just turned into a mason jar podcast uh, session that I wasn't even expecting, but I will use them in on the cupboards. My kid's toothbrush holder is a mason jar because it washes out great and I don't have to worry about it getting wet. So mason jars just, hello, just call me addicted. I love my mason jars. The mason jars make an excellent item to put your gift in. So specifically what I wanted to share, and I'm going to show you guys here real quick, is this is, and so for those of you that are listening to the podcast and not joining us on Periscope, this is actually happening live on Periscope right now. So you can follow me at Periscope and it's at Melissa K. Norris. So you can actually see all of the, the stuff that we're talking about and watch it live and then ask questions and interact. So you are getting the recorded version. So I'm showing everybody on Periscope the actual gift that I have done up here. So this is my quart size mason jar that I've got decorated up here. And inside of this is a brownie mix. And this is a fudge brownie mix. And I have to tell you guys, this is the best, absolute best, I kid you not, I know that's a bold claim to make, this is the best brownie mix, best brownies I've ever had, even including the kind of brownies where you will melt the chocolate over a double broiler, have so done that. This one is super fast, super easy, and it is really the best, most fudgy, melt-in-your-mouth thing of goodness ever. <laughs> I love this recipe and it took me a while. I did tons of searching around and so the decorating of the jar is really fun to do and I love to do this for Christmas. This is a little, I have a little chalkboard tag on there so you can write on it with chalk or a chalkboard marker and I didn't paint the lid though I totally should have. So you can paint the lid. I did take some glittery ribbon and just glue it on the rim of the ring that closes it down and then I just took some red ribbon and I just hot glued it on the back side just to give it a little bit of color and then jute twine, every homesteader's dream. We love jute twine. So I took the jute twine and I tied it around the rim with a jingle bell. 
So it just makes this as a festive Christmas gift. I really, really like this. So you could do lots of things. If you want to just keep it really super simple, just use the jute twine with the jingle bell. You don't even have to have a jingle bell. You can just tie it with jute twine. It looks really cute. You can paint the lid. You can also take decorative cupcake liners and put them upside down with the printed cute side showing on top and then put your rim around it. That's a really easy way to make it look festive and just kind of... Um, you know, do it up. What type of lid that I use is I just use the regular canning lid. So this is just a ball canning lid. And when you're doing your gifts like these, you can't reuse your canning lids after you've canned with them to recan again. But I will save the used lids and then I will use those on my dry goods or in gifts. And then also I make ornaments out of them, which you guys can check. I have lots of fun Christmas projects where I've done canning ring wreaths and then we did Christmas ornaments reusing the old lids. So I save my lids after I've used them for canning for other projects and especially like this just for your dry goods storing. And oh my goodness, you guys, I am getting a workout from holding this up. It's actually quite heavy, so I'm going to set it down here behind me. I'm getting um, my weightlifting in today. I like to save those lids, and I reuse them all the time. Another really simple way to decorate it up, because it's really fun if you're giving the gift, is to decorate it up and embellish it a little bit more than you would at home. I will make lots of mixes up ahead of time for my home use, and I don't decorate those up unless I want them on the counter or, you know, looking cute. They just go in the cupboard. But you can just take fabric. So this is a, a great way to use up your scrap fabric because we all know, as we talked about on our on the last podcast episode, was ways to have a, nine ways to have a frugal homemade Christmas like Laura Ingalls and the Little House. And one of those is using your scrap fabric. I have a scrap fabric. Boy, that's almost a tongue twister there to say. <laughs> of fabric and I will use that for lots of little projects. So if you have pinking shears and that's just so that the fabric doesn't start to fray when you cut it depending upon the type of fabric, then use those little scraps of fabric and a lot of times you can get Christmas fabric on sale really really cheap especially after Christmas. And a lot of times there's not a whole lot of the fabric left on the bolt of fabric when you go and purchase it at the store. So you can get really good deals and just get smaller things of fabric. And I will save those to put on top of the jars for next year's gifts. That's a way that you can decorate it up pretty inexpensive. And then someone can reuse that fabric later if they want to make a small ornament or decorate up another gift, you know, whatever it is that they want to do. You can decorate the jar up however you want. I've seen burlap ribbon wrapped around it. Lots of just different ways that you can be creative. You can even tie on with the jute twine. Say you have some extra cinnamon sticks and you just want it to smell and look kind of festive. Just tie a couple of those cinnamon sticks on with the jute twine. There's so many options out there to make your jar look really super cute. And I do love the chalkboard labels. They're pretty inexpensive and then you can change the it out so you can give it to somebody and then if they do decide to re fill it up with something else. They just wipe off that chalkboard label and they can write on the new thing. Or if they want to turn it into a storage jar, they can. I do a lot of my own homemade dry mixes, different food mixes and that kind of a thing. I will just reuse it. And as I change that out for different mixes, then you just write it on there. And you can write the instructions to add the ingredients on the back. You can totally do that. You can print out a separate little recipe card or put it in the card so they can have it. And actually with the chalkboard labels, with chalkboard paint. And a lot of times you can get the chalkboard labels that are actually circular and they can fit right on top of the lid of the jar. If you don't want to have to, if you don't have chalkboard paint and you don't want to paint it and wait for it to dry, then you can just put a chalkboard label right on top of the lid. And then you can write the instructions on the rest of the wet ingredients to add to the dry ingredients when you're making dry mixes 
for the person. I like to also put it though where it's not just on the jar is I like to write out the entire recipe so that they can make it themselves later because I always like to give people things as you know I'm all about homemade. Homemade from scratch cooking generally is much much healthier than the store. It's much more frugal than buying pre-boxed mixes and it doesn't have any of the preservatives or weird ingredients in it because you know exactly what's going in there. That is one thing that we did um, many years ago is I switched and stopped buying any pre-made mixes from the store. It's all made from at home now from our food storage items. And I will link in the show notes, which you will be able to find if you're listening to this at melissaknorris.com. Click on the podcast button. This is episode number 72. And you will just be able to click on there. And then in the show notes, it'll all be transcripted. And I'll have links to anything that I'm talking about and the different articles. If you are new and you want to do a food storage, I have eight food storage items that everybody should start with and should have in their home and be storing. So you can click on that link. And so from most of those eight ingredients, I can make almost any type of thing that I need to at home without going to the store, which is great. This particular is my brownie recipe. So this is the the brownie mix in the jar, guys. So if you want to get this, I have actually up at melissaknorris.com. Click on the blog button and it's the very first blog that you'll see. It's the most recent blog and you can get a printable version of the recipe and all of the instructions on how to make it so that you can make this up and give it at home as well. And I also have instructions on there to make a dairy-free version. Another great gift, and I have a link for that up too on the blog, is I baking homemade bread. When I first started my journey to, and I've talked about this a little bit before, but it was almost six years ago now, I had to go in and get biopsied and tested in my upper stomach and my esophagus for cancer. I had um, stomach ulcers and extremely bad reflux, and I was sent to specialists, and we thought that perhaps it was cancer, which was really scary, and I was so relieved that it did not come back as cancer. There was some cellular change, but it was not precancer or cancerous yet, but that was enough of a health scare that we totally redid all most of the things that we ate. It was a total revamp. And I found that I had to make most things from scratch to avoid the ingredients that were triggering and making everything so bad for me. So one of the first things that I did was I started making the at-home no-need bread that can be done in less than five minutes a day. And that recipe is adapted and based upon, there's a book, it's called Artisan Bread in Five Minutes a Day. It's a fabulous book. It's amazing. And the bread recipe, the the premise behind it is that it's only five minutes of active time a day and it's a no-need bread. So it's a, a thicker round loaf, but you, I have made it before in a loaf pan. And so one of the gifts in the jar that I love to do and to give people is to give them the dry ingredients with the instructions to make their own do-it-yourself at-home no-need bread in five minutes a day in a mason jar as a Christmas gift to get them started on that journey. And who doesn't like bread, right? So it's so good. It's one of my favorite recipes and it's really quick and it's really easy. And the ingredients to make a loaf, you guys, it's less, when I calculated out my ingredient costs on it, it's less than, it's about 40 cents, 40 cents to make, you guys. That, That is so inexpensive and frugal and it's a great gift and it can be Um, a starting point like it was for me for people on their journey. So the name of the book is Artisan Bread in Less Than Five Minutes a Day. And I actually have my adapted recipe and tutorial 
up on the blog. So if you just go to melissaknorris.com, click on the recipe button, you will see the recipe there to make the artisan no-knead bread in less than five minutes a day. And my recipe, I adapted to make it a little bit more healthier and make it a true soaked bread recipe by adding a form of acid to it. And not only does that help with the breakdown of the phytic acid and flour to help your digestive system, but it also results in a slightly flakier, not quite as dense product so that the vinegar in it, when you have a no-need product, so we're going to get in a little baking science here. So when you are baking something, especially flour, the kneading is what helps develop the gluten, which is what helps develop the rise and gives you the the flakiness and the softer texture in your bread. So in no-need products, sometimes they're not quite as flaky as the products that we need. So when you add in acid, and I, my, the acid that I'm talking about is apple cider vinegar, what that does is it helps the gluten develop a little bit without having to knead it. So that's why I add apple cider vinegar to my flaky pastry and my pie crust. You don't taste it because you're adding a small amount. So after it gets baked, you're not going to taste the vinegar. So for those of you who don't like the flavor of vinegar, don't worry. Your bread and your pie crust is not going to taste like vinegar, but it does help develop the gluten in there so that it gives it just a flakier texture. And so it's really great. And apple cider vinegar is good for us. So that is the item that I added to it. So you can get my adapted recipe and tutorial for free at melissacanrest.com. Just click on the recipe button and you will see it listed under the breads. And I also have a tutorial on how to make it up into a mason jar to give as a gift. So you can get that if you go just to the blog and click on the brownie recipe. You can get both of those and both of those have printable cards that you can print out so that you can make those and give them as gifts. And the great thing is, is the, like I said, these ingredients are stuff that you're already going to have in your cupboards, you guys. Most of, you know, even with the brownies, if you didn't put the chocolate chips in, because really with brownies, the chocolate chips are the most expensive ingredient. But, oh, hello, I love double chocolate anything. So I put chocolate chips in my brownies. But if you omitted the chocolate chips, you would make that brownie mix even more frugal. And so both of these would be less than a dollar. And then you can give the printed part out. So not only can they make the recipe by adding the wet ingredients, but then they have that card so that they can continue to make it for themselves. Those are my favorite gifts to give and to get. I love it when people give me those gifts because it really is. That's the reason that when we go to the store that all the pre-made boxed mixes are so popular because they are a little bit of a time saver. Does it really take that much more time to mix the ingredients from scratch? It doesn't really take that much longer, but when you're in a really big hurry, it does add it. So it's so nice when they're made up ahead of time because you know if you don't have your food storage built up or you don't have a good control in your pantry inventory and maybe you don't have all the ingredients and you don't realize it till you get ready to mix it. If you have it made up ahead of time, you know, boom, I've got everything. It's ready to go. Get it in the oven and there, there's your product. So these, those are my very two favorite Christmas type things to get. And you can turn any recipe essentially into a pre-made mix in a jar by not putting the liquids in there. So as long as you just have your dry, because it's the wet ingredients that are going to activate your baking powder, your baking soda, and your yeast. So as long as your dry ingredients are kept separate from your wet ingredients, you can pretty much put anything in the mason jars and make a head mix and then just have the wet ingredients and the cooking baking instructions attached to it. So I do that a ton. And I'm going to be sharing a lot more of those as we go into the new year on the mixes that we make up ahead of time instead of buying the processed versions at the store. If you want to get access, if you're listening to this, on the podcast if you're watching this on Periscope. 
you can go to melissacanorris.com slash homemade Christmas 2015 and you can get my entire for free Pioneering Today Homemade Christmas ebook that has lots of ideas and homemade Christmas recipes in it. Not only do you get that for free, but then I will email you all of this stuff so that you will have it and you can just grab it from your email and print it right out. So this week it will go out on Saturday. December 12th, 2015, for those of you who are listening or watching this later, that email will go out and it will have in it the boat, the brownie mason jar mix, the do-it-yourself no-need bread mix, and then links to some other homemade Christmas gifts, some cookies and stuff in there so that you can make those up. And you have plenty of time, you guys, to make these because they go together really quick. I like to just make a whole bunch up at once. So I've got all my ingredients and all my jars out. I just make a ton up and then I've got them for gifts to give and then some for myself because I'm the type of girl I like to make some of the gifts and keep them myself. I hope that doesn't sound bad, but so true. <laughs> I think the kind of gift that you give someone that then initiates change or spurns them to do something different that is a benefit in their life, those are the best gifts too. So these are kind of like the best gifts for many different reasons. And of course, they taste good. If you are going, if you're having holiday parties or you're going to a holiday party, that bread makes awesome bread bowls for dips. So if you ever do, you know, the hot dips or if you're having like chili or something, just make the loaves a little bit smaller and they make great bread bowls. So that's another easy way you can make a whole bunch up of them at once. And they freeze really good, you guys. So I know if I am going to be baking that day because I'm not going to have time later, I'll bake a whole bunch up and then I'll freeze them. And then bread thaw is so great. You can thaw bread on the counter in like, a, you know, less than like a couple of hours or less. So I will just thaw it the day that I need it. And then I don't have to bake it and we're ready to go and I don't have to buy it. So those are my best holiday tips here. Y'all are getting a couple little extras. Today's episode is brought to you by my brand new book, The Made From Scratch Life, Simple Ways to Create a Natural Home, where I share with you and inspire practical and easy methods that are going to help you cook from scratch, grow an heirloom garden, preserve your own food, and to see God's fingerprint in our everyday busy lives. Available February 1st, wherever books are sold, you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. For more information, go to melissaknorris.com slash books. So thank you for joining me today. 